When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Nebraska Public Media Sports brings you Nebraska baseball. Catch our live coverage as the Huskers meet the Indiana Hoosiers on the Diamond at Hawks Field at Haymarket Park in Lincoln. Watch Friday, May 10th at 6 p.m. Central on Nebraska Public Media. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. We will definitely have to adjust the way uh, we play and, and um, adjust our game plan a little bit. Um, you know, they, they run a ton of different run schemes and um, you know, both zone and gap schemes, they create extra gaps. Um, they, you know, their, their window dressing is, is for a purpose usually, and um, you got to be able to account, like I said, for all 11. So. Welcome back as we wrap up hour number one here on Herd at Sports Radio. I'm Ravi Lula, Andrew Rogers here with me. We are efforting our friend Tom Deanhart, who covers Purdue football for On3. Uh, in the meantime, I want to remind you that we are brought to you by our friends at Rockbrook Camera. Rockbrook Camera, not just trying to sell you a camera. They are trying to help you become the best photographer you can be, whether you're just kind of a regular Joe like me, just trying to capture your memories and share them with your friends and family, or if you're a pro like some of the uh, staffers we have here at Herd at Sports, you can try to capture professional quality footage. Uh, Rockbrook Camera has you covered. They have great support after the sale as well to get you acquainted with your new equipment, and they've got the latest technology as well. You've got some old stuff, you can trade it in and upgrade what you've got going on there, or they have an extensive rental department if you just need something temporarily or are trying to try some things out. Go check them out at rockbrookcamera.com or in Omaha at 168th and West Center or 70th and Pioneer in Lincoln. Um, As we try and track down Tom Deanhart here, you know, you were bringing up some uh, in the break, some interesting things about uh, Jim Harbaugh. And I don't think he's in trouble. Uh, there are multiple things swirling around Michigan right now mm-hmm. that are concerning. Uh, you've got the... Uh, the best part for Harbaugh is he has a fall guy. Yeah, like for Stallions this... is his fall guy. For this one. And if it was in a vacuum, he'd probably... That probably wouldn't rise much past that level. The problem is he's got the suspension from earlier in the year for not cooperating with an investigation with the NCAA. They've got some allegations of illegal recruiting during the COVID season, um, similar to what happened at Arizona State that's kind of flown on the radar, but the NCAA's uh, looking into that as well. And I don't think it rises to the point where they would let go of Jim Harbaugh because, A, they love him there. He's a Michigan guy, and he's been hugely successful. But 
there's a lot swirling around that program for a team that I think as of this week is the betting favorite in Vegas mm-hmm. to win the national title. There's just a lot going on there. Uh, another place there's a lot going on is this Purdue and Nebraska game coming up on Saturday. And to talk about Purdue, we're going to join our uh, be joined by our friend now, Tom Deanhart. He covers Purdue for On3. Tom, how are you this morning? Good, good. Yeah, I apologize for being delinquent, but I'm doing good. Yeah, Tuesday, <laughs> game week, and the Boilermakers were off last week. Um, been a little, little bit of a bumpy ride, two and five. And, you know, this, this for all intents and purposes, is, is a must-win game for Purdue if it wants to get to six wins and bowl eligibility. Because, guys, five games left for the Boilermakers. Again, they got to go at least four and one. And one of the games is a game at Michigan. You know, Purdue's not going to win. So that means they have to win the other four games. And that, that, that's got to begin if they want to get, again, get bowl eligible. It has to begin Saturday when they truck over to Lincoln, Nebraska. Yeah, Tom, you, you mentioned kind of the, the rocky start to the season so far. I, I guess how in year year one under Ryan Walters, how has that been received? I, I assume most people thought there'd be a step back. You lose, obviously, your head coach. You lose a longtime starting quarterback um, along with some other pieces. But I, I guess how has the perception of Ryan Walters been through a little more than half of his first season? I think that the honeymoon's starting to, to wear off from here a little bit, obviously. Uh, there's been some frustration from the fan base. I mean, you, you can't measure everything by, by message boards, right? Mm-hmm. Those, people are, those people are always a little bit on the fringe. But <laughs> a lot of happiness with the offense. You know, Graham Hill, the offensive coordinator, some of the play calling, what they try to do. Uh, um, but, you know, there's a personnel. Uh, it always comes down to personnel. Like, typically, I, I don't care what your playbook's like, how, how brilliant you think you are as a coach. you got to have players. And this is still a roster in transition. You know, Ryan tried to bring in a lot of transfers. Uh, and, and some have worked out as usual, and some haven't. And the offensive line's been a big issue for Purdue. I know Nebraska has its own issues up front, but Purdue's front has struggled uh, <clears throat> to protect injuries at that group as well. Now, I'll, I'll be honest with you, too, guys. Uh, the receiving core is largely pedestrian. There's not a lot of dynamic ability there. So, yeah, there's been some criticism and some scrutiny of the coaching, but if you take a couple steps back, you have to realize, again, this is, this is very much a roster in transition. Uh, as far as personnel goes, and, and even style of playing both sides of the ball with the schemes. Tom, speaking of being perceived, how has Boilermaker Nation embraced the junior transfer QB Hudson Card? Do you believe he's done enough so far to win that fan base over? He's a good guy, I'll tell you that. Uh, good personality, seems like a good young man, and I think skill set-wise, he checks the boxes. Has he really wowed? I'll be honest with you, no, he hasn't really wowed. And, again, I think some of that may be due to his receiving core. So just really one receiver, number four, Deion Burks, the only guy that will go the distance, gets you beat, beat you over the top ability at wide receiver. So um, it's been a mixed bag, I'll be honest with you. The one thing he has really brought is a nice mobility factor to that position. He can extend plays with his feet. He can execute the, the, the RPO and just make something out of nothing and everything's breaking down, which is something that didn't have with Aiden O'Connell. So, he, he, he's a skilled quarterback. There's no doubt about it. Um, he, he's really gotten beat up. He needed this bye week. Uh, almost didn't play at Iowa a couple weeks ago because he got hurt against Illinois. He was a little bit better, more healthy against Ohio State. So he should come in Lincoln at least healthy and uh, able to, 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 to give it all he's got. Tom, where has been an area that you've been impressed with the team so far? I know there's been obviously some issues and 
and areas of concern. But has there been anywhere that you're like, hey, they, they kind of are starting to figure it out here? A couple areas. Defensively, um, they play that unique five-man front defense that, that Ryan Walters ran in Illinois, and they think they have pretty good outside linebackers. They're, they're very much a cut above. Uh, keep your eye on number four, Tyden Jenkins, and number five, Nick Scorton. Among your best pass rushers in the Big Ten, they can get up field. Athletic guys who, who always, you know, empty the bucket each play, as they say. So that, that's been a pleasant surprise, maybe the real strength of the defense. The line overall has been a strength, I'll be honest. The back seven, not so much so. The inside linebackers, very pedestrian. Uh, the cornerbacks, been up, they've been starting true freshman cornerback, a real work in progress back there. Now, offensively, I think the big surprise, even though I said earlier the line hasn't been that great, but he's been able to run the football. And that's probably been the strong point in this offense. Uh, you guys remember Devin Mockaby, number 45, mm-hmm. a big game against the Huskers last year. He's, he's hitting his stride again, and who expects to have his sidekick, Tyrone Tracy, back? He's missed a game and a half. So they got a nice one-two punch, so keep your eye on the Purdue backfield. If they can run the football, I know Nebraska's very good against the run, but if you can get some type of run game going, we all know that we'll, what that does to your pass game. Tom, Nebraska is – hurting hard in the injury department. Do you think facing a ton of young or new guys is beneficial for Purdue or tougher to prepare for because there isn't as much film on those players? Uh, probably, probably a little bit of both. Um, uh, I think the whole left side of the Nebraska line got hurt the tackle and the guard for the year. Those were two guys. And one, I think the other guard got hurt too, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, there's, there's, there's going to be concerns there. Like I said, the strength of Purdue's defense is its front. I talked about the outside linebackers who were lined up on the line. Uh, but the interior guys, you got a nose and two sort of in slash tackles. And they got six guys they rotate. And they're, they're quality guys. There's no superstars, but they're, they're big bodies. And then get a push. So, yeah, I mean, maybe people have an edge there. I think, um, I think both these offenses are probably going to struggle to score, to be honest with you. Uh, it could come down to stuff, something like turnovers and which offense can hit a, a big player to, right? And I think Nebraska's got the most fumbles in the nation. I know Purdue's had some issues with turnovers as well. So, again, uh, who can protect the ball and, and get a couple big plays really may be what decides this thing. And what I guess sounds like it's going to be a little bit, of, a little bit of a chilly Saturday afternoon. Yeah, it sounds like it might be uh, turning out to be a real uh, classic Big Ten West game. And I use classic kind of in air quotes there. Um, <laughs> What's the, in your mind, you kind of mentioned some of the things there, but what's the path to victory look like for Purdue if they are able to kind of start this section of the season off and make that push for a bowl game? I think, again, like I said, I think they're going to struggle to run against that Nebraska defense, even though Purdue, that has been a strength for Purdue. Uh, I think for Purdue to win, again, they're going to have to hit some big pass plays. See if they can score on a 30- or 40-yard pass. You're not going to have 10 or 12-play drives over and over again. So get some big plays in the pass game. And not, not commit any turnovers, obviously. Win that turnover battle is going to be the other big key. And the kicking, well, watch the Purdue place kicking. It, it's been a disaster this year. Um, they've used two guys on field goals, three guys on extra points. It, they're 3-9 they're and nine on, the, on the season as a team, the worst percentage in the Big Ten. They missed two extra points. Nobody's missed more extra Oof. points. So, I don't know. Again, if this thing comes down to a kick, he's probably in trouble. So, they're still trying to sort this out. They may get their first team guy back, Ben Freehill, but he hasn't been that great either. So, if this thing comes down to Purdue having to line up to kick a field goal to win it, 
Um, <clears throat> it doesn't look like the guys but we're favored the Boilermakers. Tom, we appreciate your time as always. And uh, are you going to be out here in Lincoln on Saturday? Oh, yeah, I trek out leaving to Minneapolis on Friday. I always love uh, love coming there, staying in Omaha and drive over. So, yeah, it's a great venue, great fans. All right, well, bundle up. It's going to be a little chilly, all right? Thanks, Tom. Take care, fellas. That's Tom Deanhart. He covers Purdue football for On3.com. Really appreciate Tom's time there as always. Coming up next, we are going to get to our Herd at Hot Seat. A little bit of AMA for myself and Andrew Rogers. If you've got a question for us, give us a call on the Warhorse Sportsbook Hotline, 888-638-4876. We've got more coming up next.